0: Good morning, I'm Tim Newbauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast.
1: And I'm Chad Huffman.
2: And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023.
0: Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics.
1: Here's a rundown of today's events. Today is National Wine Day.
0: Chad, I got to tell you, uh, I, I like wine, but uh, one of my wife's friends came over about a year and a half ago during the height of the pandemic. She was in our bubble, and um, we had a Sunday night where somebody had to go work next morning. I'll raise my hand, and one bottle turned into five bottles of wine. That was about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, and I think I've had one glass of wine since that night. I like wine, but I Whoa. may have been on it that night. And I was very disappointed, by the way. The other day was Martini Day, and you did not bring up martinis. I I, I don't look it up. I don't. I, I leave that up to you. But the other day I looked up, and I'm like, Chad never told me it was Martini Day. Darn it!
1: Shake and <laughs> <or> stirred.
0: <laughs> um, I'm a frou frou guy, so the whole uh, olive shake and stirred thing for Bond, that that's like nasty martinis. I want the lemon drop ones. I want the blueberry ones. The frou frou ones. Oh, so no, so no diva status for
1: TML. <laughs> but
0: I do like wine. I just overdid it once, and now I'm a little uh hesitant. a A single glass of wine is enough for me now. I've I've cured myself of that. You know, I'll say I'll never drink like that again. And then it gives you you know a, you know, a little while. Well, it's been two and a half years. So, Dave, wine partaker? Yeah, I like wine.
2: It's you know, I'd, I'd rather on. have beer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it depends i mean there's so many different varieties of wine but um i mean one i gotta be in the mood you know and and two the mood is rare but uh you know i like them i I, I like different varieties but uh the one i don't like is merlot i cannot stand merlot i think it's disgusting (laughs) but uh, to me it tastes like you know mushroom that came from under a piece of wood or something you know that oak flavor
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, not that good for me. Picky. Chad, just so you know, as picky the eater as I am, you can put almost any wine in front of me, and I will talk about I like it, I don't like it, and I will drink it regardless. Um, I, I do like the flavors. Same thing with, with uh, um, most mixed drinks. If you give me the right bourbon, um, I enjoy those flavors, but just don't make it green. For vegetables. Well,
1: and, well, you guys both of y'all traveled extensively, right? In military and then for your job. So, no like special, I don't know, geographical wine or something like that you've partaken of that was like, wow, this is kind of amazing. Ever remember anything like that?
0: Well, I would have to talk bad about beer because in Europe, specifically Germany, it's warm and it's hoppy. So, you get to chew your beer. Hmm get into northern England up in Ireland and Scotland and it's, yeah, it's there's no ice cubes and it's, yeah, we're, we're definitely, I'm Americanized, I, but I want my beer cold. I don't know where you went in Germany. <laughs> you can get cold
2: beer over there. They were picking on me it, then, damn it. You could get, you could get different. If you get an export or a pilsner, you can get, it, it's fine. You were, they were giving you and
0: warm, just yeah, to mess with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well In Italy, that I mean, this girl had me a beer. I, I was chewing it and my wife says, are you going to is it so bad you can't drink it? And I'm like, that's a sin. I'm finishing this beer. It was probably one of the did worst have, beers of my life. Did you have ice wine when you were over there? No,
2: it's called. I, yeah, they they get it from what I understand. Um, they get it right after the first frost, and it's a white wine. And this is in Germany. It's called ice wine, and uh, it's very very sweet, though. It's like really sweet. It's something that you don't like drink glasses of, you know, you might drink a little shot of it. So, you know, I mean, that's okay. If you like a real sweet wine, uh, I don't know if I'd overindulge in it, but,
0: uh, yeah, just to drink a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty good. Chad, Um, are you a wine, uh, a wine person?
1: I've had it occasionally. Um, but I'm not really, not really one that, that partakes in it. And, um, it was like some red, some red wine. I've always been interested, like with the pairings. Like, what is it like if you're eating fish, the white wine? If you're eating steak or something, the red wine or whatever. But yeah, certain it's pastas, not white, it's the
0: sauces. You, yeah, that that is Dave. That I would say, I have to say we kind of missed, and we're talking about that. My wine is dictated by what I'm eating because I will yeah. go red or white, dry or sweet, and it's all based on what I'm eating. Um, and I had a really uh, a fortunate pleasure of working for a, a person. Uh, I ran a company for her and she um, she taught me the difference between good wine and that, that bottle of Boones farm strawberry Hill that I thought tasted good in high school. Uh, <laughs> Yep. So I, I now know the difference. I'm not as a wine snob, but I, she really educated me on what wines, and I, I was very thankful for that because now uh, the beer-drinking, pizza-eating dude that I am, I can sit down at the table and order wine and seem like I'm a educated, cultured person. Know exactly what you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> or at least be able to BS it. Hey, guys, I don't know if you noticed the stats here. I, I know we're right in the middle of our other stuff. We're averaging – 3000 downloads a day in the last 30 days Whoa. we've had 60,480 downloads of the morning show alone in the last 30 days. Oh yeah. It's a party. It's a yeah. party. Yeah, and we thank have you, five, everyone. We had the five star review on um on uh on uh, uh the iTunes store so so thank you so much um uh, I guess Thursdays Mondays. Monday's download was the biggest download in the history of the show. So thank you so much, guys. It's it's really cool that everybody's did, uh, downloading this. And, you know, 3,000 downloads a day is pretty cool. He,
2: he you know, said Thursday as a premonition because today's Thursday and today will be even bigger.
0: Yeah, I will say that right now, uh, so far this morning, we've only had 520 downloads between midnight and uh, 4 a.m. when we're recording this.
2: <laughs>
0: but that's not today's
2: podcast yet. So that's
0: yesterday's. Yeah. That's the yeah. residual.
2: Right. Great stuff. What's the next one, Chad? What's the next one?
1: Oh, I, I think you'll like this one. We'll see if, if no. So if somebody knows, I pick these every morning. These guys have no clue what they are. It's hit or miss. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. It's, true. So, it's true. It feels like it sometimes. Uh, today is national Brown bag day. Um,
2: well, you know, never mind. There was a joke there. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I
1: thought about that when I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going south. I'm going to leave it
2: alone. Hey. I'm going to be nice. Like Mama said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything I, at
1: all. I usually wait. I have a story on this one. So when I was growing up, like, I would see my dad go to work. And so I was, I mean, I was probably like seven or eight years old. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make my lunch and I'm going to get a, um, it was like a garden tool. i tell to remember what it was now. Um, it was a, uh, like a pickaxe or something like that. It's like, I'm going to go out into the woods and I'm just going to do some work, you know, like be like, be like my dad and do this. So I got a brown bag, bologna and cheese sandwich, Doritos, some other stuff. I don't remember candy probably. And I went out into the woods, down uh, from my house, and looked and just looked around for like stuff to do. You know, as a kid. I was a kid. It's like, okay, I'm going to um, take this ditch and I'm going to make it bigger. And so I started like, you know, hammering. And I did that for maybe two minutes. And I was like, golly, that's a long day's work. And then I just sat down and started <laughs> eating. My own bag lunch. And I just was in the woods and oh, I ate did. the lunch and
0: I was like, all right, well, time to go back inside. <laughs> Probably spent more time walking there, walking back than you did work.
1: Seven years old. That's I thought funny. the extent of work was doing a couple minutes of some kind of labor, and then I'm going to eat my lunch and leave. <laughs>
2: so I, well, there's I, a lot of value in the brown bag lunch, right? There's, yeah. You know, economically, um, health-wise, you know, I'll get on the health thing. You get to choose what's in your food. Um, and it, it does save you a lot of money in the long run if a lot of people sit down and they do the math on that um you know make your own sandwich or put your own food in the bag and just take it to work with you uh you're gonna save several dollars every day every day and that adds
0: up by the end of the month so think so, about so that once i think one of the reasons chad that dave and i kind of paused because we may have had brown bags on occasion but there was a point where you had to have the Scooby-Doo with the Mystery Machine lunchbox or the Speed <laughs> Racer lunchbox. And back then, there were the metal ones. Now, they're worth like millions of dollars. That was yeah. the point where they started pushing all those when we were in school. You know, I mean, at some point when you got to junior high school, you had to stop that so you could be one of the cool kids and switch to the brown bag. But my brown bag story is my dad never bought a store-bought book cover for any of my textbooks ever. Mm. And he always used the big brown grocery bags to make them. And as an adult, I would do that for my children that we use the brown bags. And then and um, I never appreciated my dad's book cover building skills until it was my turn to actually do it. Because he never used a piece of tape and that thing would last the entire school year. Quality brown paper bags back then.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were thick. Yeah, we used to do that too. You know, everything to save a buck, especially growing up in a big family. Yeah. You know, you you had to save that, had to save that money. So, yeah, yeah, but those were great because you got to decorate them any way you wanted. And you would all day long instead of doing classwork. (laughs) Dad's like, I'm glad they don't do that anymore.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, that would be, that's right. What made me think too, like, I think it was 2008, um, with the uh you know when the economy tanked and um i i don't know i was just paying attention you guys might remember some of this if you saw it, if you saw it like they started running certain commercials on tv like i remember um one in particular they ran about a dad brought all his family into the room and said basically you know we've made some promises to you we're still going to try and keep those but times are hard And it was just kind of like a you know the economy's hard, so here's a commercial where we're trying to kind of keep everybody's, you know, spirits up. And I remember seeing one in particular about it was saying something like, um, you know, it's not a shame or something like that to bring your lunch. And it was like a commercial, like a doctor who had yeah. a brown bag lunch sitting on, you know, outside of his uh, office or something, just, you know, eating the lunch out of the brown bag. And it was just like things like that. And I guess maybe you remember from some of those bigger events in the country that probably oh, yeah. a lot of people really struggled through. And that stood out in my mind, too. All right, let's get to the last one. Uh, It is also National VTuber Day. VTuber Day is in relation to virtual reality. So for those folks who are highly engaged in virtual reality, it is the national day to celebrate that.
2: Okay, Chad, this is all you because I'm old. and I, I was sitting there befuddled about what a VTuber is. Uh, Well,
1: I was thinking that Tim might jump on this because he has his story of a lot of training that he went to in relation to virtual reality training, right?
0: Yeah, uh, but I'm just the talking head. I the the whole behind the scenes stuff, and I, dude, I didn't know what a TikTok count was a year ago, and now we have twenty thousand followers. So, and 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 I'm sure I have the login somewhere on a piece of paper on my desk. I, have, I, I, I know Dave that. is significantly older than me, but I want to tell you that my children, <laughs> when I ask them for tech support on social media, like, how do I do this? They're like, Dad, I'm 40. You're going to have to ask one of my kids, and not even the oldest one, <laughs> because they're too old for this stuff. I'm like, wow, now I'm I'm actually looking for my grandchildren to have children so I can have my perpetual social media consulting. Uh, uh consulting. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
1: that like, yeah, that's exactly right. That would be. But I will tell you
0: a, a a funny VR uh, virtual reality story. Um, uh, we were, I was recording um, uh, some training content over the weekend and I was, uh, had to record or I wanted to record my voice reading a case study. So while the students were reading the handout on Monday that they could hear my voice reading it without me reading it out loud and uh for whatever reason guys i was tired and i was on my fifth take and it just wasn't going so i decided to use one of those ai voices okay so there's a bunch of websites and i went and uploaded the text i was going to read and have this voice read it and it actually sounded really good in the end but what was really funny is that before we're going to allow you to do this please confirm me that you're not an ai so the AI I was using didn't want me to be an AI to use them.
1: <laughs> oh, that is classic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I um, feel like
1: um, you've seen the commercials, not the commercials, but the the videos. People do virtual reality, and then they like miss, and they like punch out their TV or put a hole in the wall or something like that. That would be, uh, I feel like I could fun. see Tim just drop
2: kicking the TV
1: on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just playing some game like boom all oh, the whole setup just goes down
2: <laughs> it, it is weird because you do not know where you are i have i have worn them uh my son's had the oculus there you go oculus oh, you yeah. plug. and uh i put that thing on and they actually had me go to heights and i'm afraid of heights right so i actually went out there and walked the plank And I was able to convince myself after two or three times, I made it out on the plank. I mean, and it felt realistic. And I was actually able to convince myself after two or three times that it wasn't real and jump off the plank. So, but the thing is, I still ended up on the floor. I didn't fall, but it kind of went to my knees and it was weird. It was weird. <laughs> but yeah, you have to kind of watch where you are. It's good to have someone in the room with you to kind of grab you if you're going to the wrong place. So.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for giving us our morning uh, levity with the, with what's happening uh, <laughs> <laughs> what national day it is today. Um, so Today, I want to talk a little bit about we've had a couple of fall deaths um, uh, just this, this week alone. Um, and, and uh, you know, as I'm as I'm looking at, we started out this month as, uh, uh, hey, let's have the whole first week was a safety stand down. And it was National Fall Protection Month, National Fall <laughs> Protection Week. Yet yesterday uh, in Orlando, a construction worker fell to their death off of a residential uh, building. Um, yes and unfortunately
2: that's reality and not virtual reality
0: yeah, it, it, yeah. it's uh we, we can talk about the, all that stuff um uh and i see just in the last couple of weeks i see workers walking the top of walls when i'm out visiting construction sites uh up in the air standing on ladders and they all just assume hey this won't happen to me um uh, but it does and and uh it's a second leading cause of unintentional death in the workplace the second Whoa. leading cause of death in the workplace now if i was to to skew that statistic and say i only want to talk to construction workers then it's the leading cause of death in the workplace then a Whoa. huge chunk of those are only at 11 to 14 feet yeah
2: uh I which think most people don't think you know they think 11 to 14 feet i'm safe and they're they're a lot less careful, I think.
1: What's comparable to 11 to 14 feet? Is that like falling off the roof of your house or something?
0: Uh, your average roof line for a single-story house is is right about that, between 11 and, and 13 feet, because so your, 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 your walls yeah. inside your house are nine feet. Um yeah. The ceiling height. So right. when you so. figure in your, your foundation, uh, your, your crawl space foundation, and your gutter line, you're right in that zone right there. Uh, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, folks, if you're one of those number cruncher folks, um, they have a lot of uh, analysis on workplace deaths. And 6% of the workplace deaths are zero to six feet, which means you've tripped over your own two feet, or you're on a step stool, or chair, or a bucket. And you fell to your death. Six percent. So yeah. it's uh, it's pretty sobering, and 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 <clears throat> you know it, it, it's sad that when you look at a lot of these, the there's fall protection. They have just incredible different amounts of uh, or, or a variety of fall protection, and a lot of these people aren't using it. Um, and, and part of that's the employer not enforcing. The other part is not being educated that a fall can happen.
2: And if you don't if you don't require fall protection, if you're on a ladder, safe practice on ladders too. Um, so you fall off a ladder, and you know, typically there's many things around you that you can strike, um, which also pose a large hazard.
0: You're talking about the ladders and and I was just telling the story of some other folks, Dave, earlier this week that um I my my roofline Chad is is right about 30 feet. Cause I have, um, or 25 feet. I, I have a two story house and it's a very high old house and my ladder would never go high enough for me to actually place it. So I could go up there and like clean gutters. So I had this great idea that I bought a 40 foot fiberglass ladder and here's my ladder safety. Um, some guys helped me load it in my truck when I bought it from them and they kind of smiled at me. Uh, and I was very thankful. And then when I went to take it out of my truck, I realized why they were smiling. It takes four people to put that ladder up in my house. It is so heavy. So here's my ladder safety. I hung it on my garage wall on a rack two years ago. Haven't moved it since. <laughs> Used it one time. Took four guys to stand the damn thing up. And and I will hold on to it for another 45 years until I find some sucker who wants to buy a 40-foot fiberglass ladder. <laughs> yeah. 500 there you minutes. go. Yeah, That's my ladder I, safety. Don't use it.
2: I, th- I think mine's like 35 feet something like that and uh, it's aluminum but it is really difficult to put up yourself and mine sits there as well um i pressure washed the house what last year mm-hmm. and i'm looking at it again this year and the one side always needs to be done and i'm looking at it and i look at where i have the ladder and i'm like i may just pay somebody to
0: do this <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and i'll cut him a really good deal on a ladder while he's doing it <laughs> that exactly exactly so it falls least, from ladders we falls came from across something ahead, like
1: that um i guess it was probably a week and a half ago so where we uh where we work um there's like a ton of these apartment complexes that are going up and so we were coming it's probably like five o'clock in the afternoon and we're we're coming home because we have like a commute to where we drive and um We pull up to a light, and right across from the road, you can see you can see one of these complexes they're putting up. And there's a guy on a ladder, one of these big you know, massive ladder, and it's right to the edge of the building. And he's you know climbing up the ladder. He's probably about halfway on the ladder. And I looked at my wife and I was like, Is he gonna fall? Like, are we gonna see him fall right now? I mean, we're at the stoplight. And he's right on the, I mean, the, the ladder's on the edge, and he's in the middle, and it's like shaking back and forth. And I'm like, we're going to witness something happen right now, you know? And the light was kind of long, and so he finishes his descent. I guess he was coming down, and then we see the ladder sort of tip up straight. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? But I guess what he did is he finally made it down okay, and then he sort of lowered it down. And then we were looking, and there was like another guy, I guess that was at like the bottom holding it or something, But it was just one of those things like that's just coming home and in a commute and we just started paying attention to those things and nothing happened, but it was just a sense of like, Oh my gosh, what if there's an incident that happens right now in front of us, like while we're watching this and we're just, you know, having that discussion about safety and what this looks like. Um, And I guess I would say if you are just, you know, paying attention, if you're in a place that has a lot of construction, you know, you can probably just, be aware of those things and see what's happening and what people are doing, you know, to an extent, just from the road. And it was, it was just kind of a surreal moment, a little bit sobering too, just to think like we could see something happen right now. Like what is going on and just trying to get a sense of the whole situation. It was, it was kind of wild.
0: Yeah. Um, if you guys uh, look at this, when we have Falsam Heights, so we'll, if we look at the hierarchy of control we have uh, we want to eliminate workers being exposed to falls at height um do we have to be up there do we have to have those people up there do we have to use a ladder is there other things Can we use a boom lift or a scissor lift um you know um <clears throat> we need to have fall protection training and i mean effective <laughs> fall protection training um and and the bottom line of the hierarchy controls ppe but the, the reality is um we need to have barriers set up, and if we can't get those barriers set up, then everybody needs to have a harness and lanyard has to be tied off um, in a manner that's actually going to stop you. Uh, during the last several years, and I won't give a time frame, uh, um, I've had a client who had a number of falls where the worker was tied off, but because they tied off improperly, the the system did not deploy, and the worker struck the lower level. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, I did that. I did an investigation like that too. Um, oh, uh, wrong, wrong lanyard, wrong placement. Walked past the hole and uh, slack. When yeah. they when they slipped, there was so much slack in the line they hit the hit the lower level. Luckily, they just barely hit it, but still was uh, messed up their ankle.
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. and that's a fortunate person in the ball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Let's uh, let's pay more attention. I know we're getting near the end of um, of May, which is fall protection month and safety month. Uh, it's uh, May 25th. So, uh, folks, let's not let's not start tapering off here at the end. Uh, we have Memorial Day weekend coming up tomorrow's episode. We're going to be talking about uh, funny slogans or bad slogans or good slogans. Uh, uh, we've got literally millions of them. Uh, feel free to reach out to us and um, share some of your own Um We'd love to, to to hear some of those slogans.
2: We have yet to find a good one, I think. Some of them are funny, good, but one that's yeah. actually good uh, I don't know. but I enjoy them. I, I, get, it. I get it. My, <laughs> my favorite one <laughs> has got to, to be the
0: the if you die today, your wife's gonna spend your 401k. That is, yeah that is my favorite. It is absolutely, my favorite.
2: I, I can't even name a favorite. So many, so many of them are so corny that I, I just love corny stuff like that. To me, that just tickles me. Absolutely. <laughs> my wife still makes fun of me because there was a, there was a cereal commercial or some kind of commercial years ago, and they put the cereal on the table and it was called Health Pellets. Well, I I just started thinking about health pellets. See, you're laughing too. And it just it tickled me so hard. I'm like the, health pellets. I'm like I can relate because you know. Remember, like All
0: Brand. Have you ever eaten All Brand? It's kind of like
2: rabbit pellets. <laughs>
0: I for some reason, Dave. I went to an old movie from the 1970s called Soylent Green. Oh wow, wow! That was a Charlton Heston, right? Yes, uh, Chad. Green. If you've never seen it. Um, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, disturbing. It. Disturbing. You should watch it. And if you haven't seen it, folks, I'm not gonna give you the punchline. Uh I won't even it it is far more disturbing than the crying game. And if you don't know what that one's about, again Google it. <laughs> Movies with <laughs> twist endings you don't see coming. Well, that wraps up this episode of Safety Unlocked The Morning Show. I'm Tim Dubauer with Chad Huffman and Dave Bittner. <laughs>
2: I'm Dave Bittner. Remember, safety is everyone's business.
1: And everyone have a safe week.
0: (laughs) You've been listening to Safety Unlocked, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by Exceed Safety. Visit our website at exceedsafetyllc.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. We want you to succeed. We'll
2: help you